Dr. Katrina Fury, a psychiatrist. And I'm Portia Pendleton, a licensed clinical social worker. And And this this is Analyze Scripts, a podcast where two shrinks analyze the depiction of mental health in movies and TV shows. Our hope is that you learn some legit info about mental Mm -hmm. health while feeling like you're chatting with your girlfriends. There is so much misinformation out there and it drives us nuts. And if someday we pay off our student loans or land a sponsorship, like with a lay flat airline or a major beauty brand, even better. So sit back, relax, grab some popcorn and your DSM-5 and enjoy. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H E L P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, welcome back to another episode of Analyze Scripts. I'm Dr. Katrina Fury. And I'm Portia Pendleton, a social worker. And we are so glad that you are here joining us today to talk about You Season 4, Part 1, which just dropped on Netflix. Um, but before we get into that, Portia, how's your week going? It's going. It's going. It's going. <laughs> it's one of those weeks. Yeah. You know, I think it's just long. Like, yeah. Which which happens every once in a while. Yeah, it does. It totally but does. Excited for just some downtime coming mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. A lot of couch surfing. I will oh. be watching What About Bob? Yes, we're going to cover that next time. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I have kind of an exciting update, I Ooh. guess. After much trial and tribulation, I have finally found the perfect set of work pants. Oh, wow. This is a big deal. Okay. I think this is a really challenging task, especially as a woman in her mid-30s whose body has changed because of life things. Mm-hmm. It, I'm just really stoked. Um, I'm wearing them right now. Would just you so like you know. to share with the class? They're from Ann Taylor. Okay. I got them at an outlet, so I got them on sale. Um, I forget what they're called. I think they're called – I forget what they're called, but they're great. Did so, you buy like 10 of I them? I bought three pairs, okay. yep. I bought a black That's... pair, navy pair, and like a really cool like – turqu- like dark turquoise pair, which I realize is my favorite color. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, that is – I have to say that's pretty major news. And I think, you know, the the older you get, like yes. that stuff really, really matters. It really matters. You know, you a, know your comfort. Really yes. Your comfort. They look nice. Mm-hmm. They look professional, but mm-hmm. they're comfortable. I have to say the past three days as I've been wearing these pants, I feel on top of the world. Yep. Like my confidence is at an all-time high. I'm just like, look at me go, you know? And that's a is nice really, way to move through the yeah, world. And I think <laughs> like you wear clothes, like we we wear clothes, we're a society that wears clothes. So it it's something that's touching your skin all day. All day. And I mean, it's it, you don't want it to be too tight. You don't want it to be itchy or scratchy. Right. Like, you don't want it to ride up, ride down. So, right. I mean, get too baggy, yeah. not be, you know, baggy enough. Mm-hmm. Right. No, I, I, again, I'm not joking. I feel like I've won the Olympics mm-hmm. of pants or slacks, I guess, is like a professional mm-hmm. word. I don't know. Um, so that's like my big news. 
Maybe for the day. You know, our 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 ad today will be Ann Taylor, <laughs> Ann Taylor Factory. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anyone uh, from Ann Taylor wants to sponsor us, we have fifty whole followers on Instagram, mm-hmm. so we are on our way. Mm-hmm. But you know, a good amount of downloads. We do, yeah. we do. We're getting a lot of downloads. It's really it's exciting. like doubling every week. So. Doubling every week. That's a pretty good trajectory, mm-hmm. yeah. I would say. Um, and yeah, so we appreciate everyone who keeps tuning in week after week, mm-hmm. especially our moms. Yeah, shout out to moms. <laughs> So um, I know that we're going to talk about it at the end, but I am overwhelmed with you content on like their Instagram page, oh. um, Pen Bag Badly. Um, I always confuse the G and the D because they, that's hard. They're, They're hard. Um, just did a couple interviews. Like mm-hmm. the content is flowing, so mm-hmm. I've been keeping up. They did some funny things for Valentine's Day. Like yes, the billboard. You know, just you be posted. glad that Joe Goldberg yeah. isn't your Valentine. Right. I know. What good timing for them to release it like right around Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. That was pretty smart marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like we are ferociously trying to tag ourselves and tag them. Yes. At the same time, um, and hopefully it works. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I'm not so good at Instagram. Um, yeah, I mean, should we just jump in? Yeah, I'm really okay. excited. So I think it's so just I was like laughing out loud immediately when the episode dropped because Joe is just talking like about love, like, like love he's an concept. expert. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the heart wants what it wants. Love chooses us, which is so I just think it's too funny because love is also like obviously loves his ex. Right. Um, so love chooses us is just his like delusional way of thinking mm-hmm. that this is like happening to him. Right. Like all the signs from the universe. Choices. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Again. Yeah. I, I agree. I think it's just funny. Um, and pretty quickly we learned that he's a professor now. Yeah. Which I thought, well, that tracks. That's like, again, he would love to be a professor, mm-hmm. right? Position of power. Exactly. Influence mm-hmm. over the youngsters. But I kept thinking, like, how on earth did he get this job? Mm-hmm. Like, did he create fraudulent degrees? Probably. You know, like, how on earth yeah. would he have gotten this job? Yeah, I was um I was missing that storyline and I, I guess I was immediately curious as I'm sure you were about Marianne. Yeah, I was like, like wait, we're in London? Yeah. I thought we were in Paris. Like, yeah. where's Marianne? And um we only see her a little bit. I'm I'm like kind of disappointed. Um I wonder if she'll come back later. Like again, I want her to survive. Mm-hmm. She's a mother, like I want her to survive. Mm-hmm. But the first couple episodes, I was like, ooh, this isn't the storyline I was expecting. I don't know if you mm-hmm. felt that way, too. No, no, totally not. I mean, I I thought that it would be kind of like picking up with him chasing her around Paris, yeah. which, like, they did show, I think, pretty early on. So I... You were so excited to see him have friends. Yeah, I was really, like, curious about that. And Thinking he was him, capable of this. Yeah, and then, you know, surprise, like, di- big twist. And I love the storyline. Mm-hmm. I love kind of, like, the murder mystery, mm-hmm. like, um, you know, clue. In parallel, game. yeah. Um, so that was awesome. But I think what I was thinking back to a previous episode that you had talked about was when he was fo- – he found Marianne, which the whole lead up to me, my heart was, like, pounding as he's, like, mm-hmm. chasing her down. She she sees him. She freaks out runs away. But at first, her reaction, you're like, is she happy I thought that she did maybe – like, or she – I thought I it was she was shocked. she looked over – she was looking over his shoulder. Like, oh, oh it's someone else. Because I was like, why would she be, like – Like, ah. Oh, yeah. Right. And I think he interpreted that. Again, mm-hmm. I thought, like, great job, the whole cat, the whole mm-hmm. team – because like her initial reaction looks kind of happy, and then there's sheer terror and she yeah. runs. But at first, I was like, oh, I can see how he would interpret this as mm-hmm. she's like thrilled to see him. Right. But no, 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 no. Right, and she runs into a like abandoned yes. building and runs yes. up. It's like you don't run yeah. up, and you, you don't run crowds. up. You stay in crowds. <gasps> I mean, that was just, you know, when she ran down the alleyway, I was, like, thinking of you saying, you know, do not confront people alone. Yes. It was just like, what are you doing? <laughs> she's not listening. Yeah. She didn't listen. But I guess she's desperate and in, like, mm. fight or flight mode yeah, and just running for her life. Mm-hmm. Right. It, 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 like, carrying the knife, she probably has always been right. fearing that he'd, like, be there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it did creep me out when he found her again. Yeah. I, of course he did. Um, but that was a twist. I thought the whole season would be about her. Yeah. Um, so this is like a whole new twist, mm-hmm. and it's also new that it's not really about his love interest, right. you know? Right. What do you think about that? Um, I thought it was – I wanted to get your opinion, and I did write this down because mm-hmm. – 
when he it's pretty early on in the episode um the first episode of this season he was saying how he he made a comment that was like no more love just books yeah and i was like (laughs) why like how does that benefit him as a psychopath you know what i mean like maybe it's it's just like avoiding conflict like it's just like avoiding annoyances or like the conflict or the the issues but Mm -hmm. like why like why would he say that like why wouldn't he keep giving into the urge to kill that's where i think in this season it's I guess in my mind, again, I'm not a psychopath expert by any means, but it does seem like the wheels are kind of falling off for him and that like the mm-hmm. pattern isn't there. You know, sure. like we're 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 exploring something different this time, um, which I think is exciting, but I also don't think tracks as well as the first three seasons with like a psychopath sort of frame of mind. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think a true person with psychopathic traits wouldn't be able to help themselves and enjoys it enough where again like they keep seeking it out right right? like they they want they sort of get off on it so that's not quite tracking with him um but again i think we are still seeing that same theme of he's trying to be good again trying to be better um did you read anything about like in all of his the real actors interviews about the love scenes? Yes, I did. Yes. Yeah, what were your thoughts about that? So, um so Penn had given an interview and discussed how he um really was not considering doing you because of all the sex scenes and right. he, you know, it's important to him to have the fidelity of his real marriage, right? Um, and I I really appreciated the comment that he made about the partners in the scenes often being much younger than him now. Right. And I was like, wow, like, <laughs> hmm, kudos. Yeah, like, <laughs> good job for noticing. Mm-hmm. So I I really appreciated that. I thought it was a whole new perspective. I, I, I heard on another podcast them kind of talk about this interview as well. And they they had a little bit of a similar sentiment, too. I, I just don't understand how you can totally, totally close out any real connection or feeling when you are filming a love scene like i think a lot Mm. of actors say like oh well it's just like it's very technical disconnected or something i think there's parts that are like yes it's you are acting there's 15 people in the room potentially they're they're placing you they're keeping Mm -hmm. now more things safe there's like intimacy coordinators and stuff like that but i think just like at the end of the day like kissing someone these you know we're we're like animals right if you are on top you know really new like for thrusting. most of your body thrusting on a person who really you know both of them are typically attractive right and kissing and being passionate like how do you not how does it not get blurry and that doesn't mean mm-hmm. that you are then inappropriate outwardly mm-hmm. but for yourself like i Even just like the biological yeah, drives exactly. that get like triggered exactly. by the friction right and stuff like exactly. that exactly so i i just have a hard time believing and me you know i could be wrong that like it's not that there's nothing ever, you know, there. Right. I mean, I think there often is, right? That's why I think a lot of co-stars end up dating yeah. or falling in love, yes. like, from projects. Um, yeah, I think it's a great question. I think um, I'm of a split mind here. I'm, I'm holding two opposing truths at mm. once to sort of <laughs> harken back to our DBT lingo. On the one hand, I appreciate, you know, pens you know, feelings about this and and wanting to um, respect his wife and recognizing feeling uncomfortable and uh, working with the team to sort of come up with a different type of storyline. I really think that's why the storyline is taking such a shift. Mm. Um, On the other hand, as the viewer, I'm like super disappointed. (laughs) So I'm just being honest. Yeah. And that's that's fine. You know, you know, I was like, oh, hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and I have to say, like, this was the first time where I say, so we're recapping part one, which is episodes one through five. We yep. thought it was only know, one through four. Um, but then we found out there's yeah, a, I was, like, I was just episode. so happy. <laughs> I know. Um, and, you know, so I have to say, like, the first episode again, slam dunk. I really loved it. So much happens. There's a surprise, like, penis. Yep. Right there with Malcolm when he's, like, on the table yep. naked. You're just like, oh, oh my God, there it is. Um, 
in the middle of it, as we're really getting to know the characters, as he's like going to what what is that place called? Um, oh, that, that club, yeah, that Adam Pratt owns that fancy place. I don't remember. I want to say Soho House, but that's not right. Yeah, I think that's a real place. Yeah, that's in New York. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever, like whatever it is, mm-hmm. I sort of got a little bored because I was just like, "What? Where's Mary Ann? Like, where's the?" Like what? Where's yeah. the Where's the cage? Where's the box? Like I miss Sherry and Carrie. I really miss love. I think I was so invested I in the past like crop of characters that I was having a really hard time getting on board with like this team. I don't know. Almost like I I don't know. I felt like I was like cheating on Sherry and Carrie with all of these people. But then by episodes four and five, especially by the end, and when I watch the trailer for part two, I'm like on board again. Yeah, no, I agree. I think episode one and then um, one, two-ish, because that's when we kind of actually learn what's, you know, who the people are, get more context. And then four and five, I thought were really good. But the the couple in the middle, um, I I liked, you know, I guess just some of the information that we got. I thought... um, uh what was it what was it like i i loved and this is just kind of skipping around but i like nadia a lot the student in his class yeah we don't really know what's up with her yet she challenges him Mm -hmm. i love and felt very connected to her kind of calling him out about being like a snob about mysteries mysteries are my favorite (laughs) books book types i like i just you know and every book is for someone and not for someone Mm -hmm. but i was just like yeah like it Mm -hmm. is a story Mm -hmm. like stop being so pretentious right yeah Um, and she was like you know some people who Think about what sells, like people about what, mm-hmm. you know, what people want to learn and get sucked into. And I right. just was like, I love you, Nadia. Nadia. I was concerned for Nadia. Right, that times. it was going to be her. Yeah. yeah. I know. I kept thinking, like, who's a love interest? Who's a love yeah. interest? I, I had a really hard time figuring that mm-hmm. out. Um, and I'm still kind of surprised it's Kate. I don't know. How do you feel about that? Um, I guess not surprised, like, if you zoom all the way out, just because – well, I, I guess I was surprised that he didn't go for Nadia, but then I, I, I also kind of noted he seems to not or or be very careful to not go for like, quote unquote, inappropriate relationships, which like mm-hmm. doesn't make sense because I think they are inappropriate in other ways, right. like wildly. But it's like, you know, oh, I don't know if she, you know, she was too young or it's that, like, like a position of how, you know, he, right. of course, you know, you wouldn't be with a student. He didn't like that Malcolm right. was with all those students. Right. And, you know, she's of age. She's at a university. So right. I just thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Again, it's almost like, does that really track? Mm-hmm. Like, or wouldn't he like get off on that even more right. in some way if he you know, really was a true psychopath. And again, this is where, you know, I think part of why we're wanting to have this podcast is to really dive in and sort of explore, (laughs) you know, what does Hollywood get right? What are the kinds of things we think, "Eh, Mm -hmm. that doesn't really track. Um, Joe Goldberg has always been kind of a puzzle. Yeah. Such a good character. Um, But I feel like almost he has more self-awareness and self-control and like respect for others now than he did before. And I don't really know if that would actually be the case given all he's been through. Right. Um, I don't know. I was curious and, you know, we were just talking about Marianne that, and this maybe is something that you have not thought about, or maybe you think the opposite of, I'm wondering if she is actually dead and he does end up killing her because I don't understand how he oh. can move on. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, I know that, yes, oh. he takes the necklace and he, you know, proves that she, you know, is quote unquote dead. Let's to her that back on the train. But I, I'm just wondering if the reason why, and we'll see it in a flashback. If he actually did kill her. did move forward with Kate by the end because she is dead. That's a great point, Portia. I hadn't even thought of that. But that way, makes way more sense to me. Like, that would track mm-hmm. a lot more. Um yeah, and I'm really curious about them deciding to release this in two parts. Like, clearly, there's more. Like, yeah. I bet a lot more to come. I just have a feeling like each episode in part two is going to move, like, exponentially. Mm-hmm. Like, now part one, we sort of got a feel for all the characters, and we'll run through them in a second um, and get, like, our opinions mm-hmm. about them. But I felt like part one had to do a lot of work to just, like, orient us to the landscape yeah. and figure out yep. who are these people? How do they know each other? How do they relate? Like, people start dying right away, but it's Mm -hmm. not really him. He's kind of being stalked. That was an interesting twist. Oh my goodness! Um, I was kind of laughing at that, like because he was so taste of his own medicine. Like, I know. 
you know, couldn't have the audacity that someone's so violated. You. I know. It's just like, okay, yeah. uh, yep. dude, this is what you've been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, I think this is all like interesting. And again, I am really excited for it. I kind of want to rewatch it. Um, now that I, I have a sort of, and I did watch, rewatch episode one. I didn't get a chance to rewatch all of them because unfortunately I have like a real job that I have to do. I can't yes. just do this all the mm-hmm. time, but you know, Ann Taylor again, if you want to sponsor us, yeah. feel free. Um, but yeah, I just have a feeling part two is going to be amazing and move exponentially fast and we're really going to get into it i love that idea Portia. again i love marianne mm-hmm. don't want to take a daughter away from her mother i want her to survive but it doesn't make sense to me that he could yeah. l- really let her go like i just don't think he could actually do that if we're talking about you know a true psychopath with true erotomanic delusions mm-hmm. i right. don't think you can just like willingly stop Mm -hmm. you know and it seems like he's really trying to and move on which it seems like again with a you know on his level whatever that looks like of connection with Mm -hmm. Kate. you know Mm -hmm. like i think that maybe he could pretend or like try right to be good for marianne and marianne and do all these things but like you know he is drawn he he there's a connection between him yeah right for whatever reason at least especially by the last end of it right right um right and i think and he keeps you know like when she shows up near the end inviting him out for a pint and he says no like all of that stuff is the stuff where i'm like i don't think he's really capable of actually saying no mm -hmm. and you're right i don't think he's capable of having that kind of connection with kate and either going for it or feeling it so strongly that he's stopping himself because right. he knows what he's capable of if Marianne wasn't, like, really mm-hmm. actually gone. Mm-hmm. That's fascinating, Portia. I hadn't thought about that, but now I am. Now so, I am. you know, I guess we'll see. Um, I, I also laughed. This is all – I mean, at the episode one was so, just so, so good. So good. I laughed at one point. I was like, how does Joe Goldberg keep getting drugged? Like, they give him the absinthe, you know what I mean? And again, like, he got drugged, you know, with the LSD. But he did throw, like, the cocaine or whatever the powder was that Malcolm gave him at the sundry house. That's what it's called, sundry house, Um, like, into the plant. Right. But then he doesn't know that he's doing a shot of absinthe and then is, like, totally out of it. And then he keeps doing it. Like, he does more and more and more. Um, I loved the song they picked, the Heads Will Roll song, as oh, he's I like... Oh, I did notice. I'm not remembering. That's a song that I know from a little animated movie called Sing 2 oh, with the okay. character named Portia that <laughs> yes. I told you about. So that's why I know the song. Okay. But it was really good, and mm-hmm. I liked it, like, as he's getting more and more intoxicated and the night's sort of unraveling, okay. and you see Lady Phoebe crying, mm-hmm. and then you see Simon's sister Sophie, like, kind of getting bored with talking to yep. him, and he's in that like harry styles like coat and you know i just thought it was like a good song to pick Mm -hmm. um yeah i don't know maybe we should rewind a second and sort of run through all the main characters to keep ourselves straight do you think that would be helpful yeah um so we see him you know at this beautiful looking college in london Mm -hmm. and i was like oh this is his place yeah you know just like new york was his place this feels like his place yeah he was like williamsburg could never but yeah, yeah he like likes walking around he's a professor now can talk about like books and reading and like all that stuff um it sounds like he got to london because he was trying to find marianne at this art show remember um and then it sounds like he sort of like stayed but he was given this identity by the the guy that the quinn father um hired because at first he just was there, like searching for things, like a nobody, right? Yeah. Searching for Marianne. The guy kind of oh, follows that's him, right? I forgot about that guy. Gives him the money. I forgot about that guy. Because if yeah. he like blackmails him, he like pretends to kill Marianne, and then and then he's this professor now. That's right. He did. So it's like you get this whole identity, you know, just move. That's on right. Okay. Okay. That okay. That fills in that blank again. We watched so many episodes yeah. so fast. Um, that fills in the blank of how did he get to London and, like, land this job. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot more sense. Um, and then he's, like, teaching young minds. We meet Malcolm really early. I immediately thought he looks like Hugh Grant. And then mm-hmm. it was really funny to me that um, later on Professor Moore, I guess we'll call him, was saying he feels like he lives in a Hugh Grant movie. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you do. It looks like you do. Mm-hmm. Um, so we meet Malcolm. Again, somehow he has found himself in this, like, circle of – I don't even know if pretentious is the right Dang, word. Like narcissistic. Yeah, narcissistic, g- disgustingly like wealthy, 
really <laughs> nasty on the inside kind of people, like even more so than the Madre Linda crew. Mm-hmm. This is like, again, amped up and amplified. And I keep wondering, like, how does he get sucked into these crowds and keep like going along? Yeah. He doesn't seem to like it, but maybe that maybe he really does want to be like them. So somehow he keeps like tagging along. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like he really felt out of place to me in this group. Um, and and I think he was. I he mean, was. They were like they, they were called him on that you all know? the time. They kept talking about like his clothes, mm-hmm. like oh, I love off the rack, or it was just weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just said such terrible things. Like Malcolm said disgusting things. Gemma said disgusting things. Mm-hmm. And they Simon, all, you know, being like, I don't need another friend. Uh, come back on Wednesday. Come back when one of them dies. Oh, I did. Is that what he said? Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh gosh yeah um, i mean they were all just pretty disgusting lady phoebe's like the only one who has like some endearing qualities mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know and i still really wonder about her yeah yeah so we meet kate malcolm simon the artist sophie his sister who i loved um when he was commenting on her instagram being like everything on her body is sponsored or and he was like it's like such a sociopath Mm -hmm. and i was like look who's talking Mm -hmm. again i love like that witty dialogue the the writer still got it um then we meet nadia the student we meet blessing the princess and then uh, Gemma. we talk about a little bit i do want to spend more time talking about reese yeah what was your first reaction to meeting reese i thought that he was good looking oh yeah i thought that he was i was like curious about him and i think you know that was probably intentional but Mm -hmm. like i was surprised to find out that like he was the one who wrote this book who was you know grew up in poverty who apparently you know for this group of friends like they feel like he's very important or like they Mm -hmm. know that he knew that they're gonna stay close to him as he rises to political right running for mayor um but i was i i honestly didn't really think he was going to be that important. I don't really? know. I didn't. I wondered, is that mm. Joe's love interest? I just sensed this, like, erotic tension between them right away at that first uh, meeting at Sundry House at the bar, wherever they were sitting. Or maybe they were just sitting down. Do you think that Reese knew who Joe was then? So now, again, spoiler alert, like, don't listen to this if you've not, not watched the trailer. it all or not seen the trailer. <laughs> but turns out Reese has been the one who was stalking mm-hmm. Joe and really like somehow figured it all out, right? Like when, when Joe walks into his apartment with all of the news articles and everything posted on on his wall, it seems like Reese figured it out. And that I am having a hard time believing. Like how did he figure all this but, out? But so I think, and I know this Ooh. is in the trailer, I think that Reese has love. I don't know why. I just oh, think Oh, because you Reese, see her at the end. Yeah, in the cage holding Reese's book that is outlined and, like, bookmarked up the wazoo. And Joe is, like, it looks like Joe sees her and is shocked. But she died. Or maybe not. I know, but she's in the trailer. I thought that was just, like, a fever dream or something or, like, a fantasy or, you know, finally we see the cage. I was like, okay, good. They are going to bring back the cage. Uh, Again, not that I want to put people in cages by any means. um, But but on TV, it's great. It was a nice, like, continuity, you know, for the series. Yeah. that's oh, just that's where I interesting. Go. I'm like, does he, does he, did he knew about him or follow him or I, I don't know. I mean, maybe not. He he stumbled upon a kindred spirit, um, here. But I I don't but know. It's so qu- like, if we really think about it now, so Joe gets Reese's book from Nadia. Is there something there? Did Nadia plant it or something? At, I don't know. That seems far fetched. Yeah. Um. Meets Reese at Sundry House, like, kind of by chance, yeah. right? Because he saves Kate from the yep. mugging. That's how yep. he gets invited in the first place. This seems like the kind of place where you have to pay, like, an annual membership fee, I think mm-hmm. they said. Um, so not just anyone can, like, go on a Friday right. night. So he gets invited. He goes. He meets Reese. He really enjoyed his book, I think, because of the parallels to his own mm-hmm. life. By the end, I started wondering if Reese's book was true at all or if it's all bullshit and he's just, like, publishing it so he can become mayor yeah which Um, is absolutely possible right um but then malcolm dies that very night so that seems like really quick to uh, like kill someone and and assume joe's gonna like to just start all of that unless it this is one of those things like like sees like like psychopath sees psychopath because reese's initial you know we didn't know till later it was reese but reese's initial text was like 
surprised right like i don't know what the text said but he was like surprised that you handled it like that or like um about joe like knowing how to dispose of the body body. Mm -hmm. yeah that was so graphic and so so i didn't i need to talk about that because there were so many things and such great like music with that so joe is dragging the body out wait before we get there can we just talk about like joe's waking up the next day Mm -hmm. and his harry styles coat yep he goes, by the way, his apartment, beautiful. They mm, always have such I beautiful know. locations and stuff. I don't think he could afford no. that as a professor. Well, he got it from Malcolm. Oh, great. Um, but anyway, making his French press coffee, of course. he, <laughs> Of course, that's how he drinks his coffee. He does not have a Keurig. He yeah. does not have an we espresso. You know, makes his little French press. He's, like, walking around. And he walks, looking straight ahead. And we see malcolm's dead body with a knife in his chest and i was like well boom yeah and then like as he's trying to dispose of it you see this big penis out of nowhere with the prince albert uh piercing and i just thought that was again funny little detail Mm -hmm. nice little touch and i think joe said something really witty about being like well he really is next to royalty (laughs) like something Mm -hmm. um but yeah then he what were you gonna say so he's like dragging him out into the car that Ma- is Malcolm yes. that Malcolm said he could use, and his internal dialogue is just like so annoyed, like yeah. fuck, fuck this bag, like oh, it's so heavy, like yeah. where's the where's the perforated line for the trash like, bags, um, you know, all these swearing, and then he you know drives to this place, and then how did he it's find a Cardi this Cardi B song playing? <laughs> <laughs> which is just like perfect yeah. like i was laughing because i mean again it's just like such a juxtaposition right he's doing and he pukes like again this like yeah. disgusting thing it's like blood and guts everywhere it's obviously like horrific he, if you and think he about it. like really dismembers right. him like yeah. limb from limb um it, it's it was so graphic yes. the way they showed it i was like we are really we're like dialing back mm-hmm. on the sex scenes amping up on the yeah. murder scenes we're like doing yeah. a trade you and know i i feel like other people feel this way too i was not like um you know feeling sick at all watching him dismember the body but when he threw up i like was like oh 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 like i cannot oh, really watch I, felt, I felt a little i was sick like what does him? this say about myself i can see this body being dismembered, <laughs> yeah. but the minute someone starts gagging or puking that's when it, you know i really get yeah i have to say i had the opposite reaction okay. like as he's like cutting as he was like throwing the body parts <laughs> down i was like oh i gotta like i was on the treadmill walking watching this one early morning and i was like i gotta look away for some of this this is a lot Maybe because it was first thing in the morning. Yeah, yeah a little queasy. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty graphic. Um, and I loved, again, too, that he was like, okay, I have until this soccer game's over. And yeah. he's like, I know you don't call it soccer yeah. here, you know. Yeah. Um, but all those funny touches still. Um, and again, it's like, so that tracks with being a psychopath that someone – you wake up and there's like a dead body on your kitchen table with a knife in them. And your first thought isn't like, oh, no. Right. Your first thought is, well, I know how to, I know how to take care of this. I'm going to do it. That kind of tracks. But like, what was Reese thinking at that point? Right, like, that's when, what I when mean. He stabbed Malcolm and left him on the table at Joe's, you know, residence. Like, what, what was it about? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Oh, like, was right. it about, yes, I want to see what you do? Was it about, no, I just want you to, like, I, I'm, you know, kill, I don't like Malcolm. And I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not going to put a dead body in any of, the, any of these other, yeah. quote unquote, friends' houses. Right. Like, I, I don't know what the initial motivation right. was to do that. Because it seems like we find by the end that he is the, what they're calling, eat the rich killer. Mm-hmm. Um, But in his bid to be mayor, I think the goal is, like, he will find the eat the rich killer mm-hmm. or something. Um, so is he trying to pin it on Joe? 
I still wonder if Kate's involved somehow. Really? Um, like throughout the first five episodes, I kept trying to figure out like who is the stalker? Mm-hmm. Is it Kate? Is it Lady Phoebe? Is it Nadia? Is it? I, I thought it was Kate. Like I did too. There. I did too. Especially like at the end when he or near I think the end of episode four, he walks in and mm-hmm. she's over Gemma's body. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's her. Um, I still wonder about her though. Like are Kate and Reese in it together somehow? When um. Joe or Professor Moore, whatever you want to call him these days, who even knows if Joe is his real name, right? Um, when he like saves her from the mugging and then asks her not to mention him to the police, did that sort of tip her off? Maybe this is like a a guy with a sketchy past we could mm-hmm. use. I don't know. It, it's it doesn't fully make sense. I, I hope and I have a feeling it will by the end of the season. Um, but it is confusing to me how all that transpired yeah. so quickly, like how he knew to peg him for that and leave the body there and also figured out enough about Joe mm-hmm. um, to, like, stalk him in the same way he was stalking people. That right. seems like a lot to uncover so fast. Mm-hmm. But again, this is a show, so, like, yeah. it doesn't have to make sense. I loved the um, that texting app where the messages mm-hmm. disappear. Yeah. I was like, oh, I wonder if that stuff like that really exists. I think it I bet does. so for, like, yeah. Beyonce and, and stuff, oh, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, did you notice, Portia, that they kept sh- like shooting to this random middle-aged woman with blonde curly hair throughout these five episodes? Yeah, she was the photographer. Yeah, she was mm-hmm. a photographer a couple times. When I rewatched episode one um, to get a better feel for like all the characters and how they knew each other. She was at the art show in oh. London. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't pick that up the first Wait, time. Which one with Marianne? Yeah, when he went to London to oh, find no, Marianne. I didn't see yeah, that. I didn't okay. pick that up the first time, but I recognized her after seeing her as the photographer. So he like went to the art show to find her as he's like talking to the woman about Marianne's picture. You you see her hmm. like a couple steps behind him. So I feel like she has something to do with it. How I don't know yet. Okay, that'll be something that. I hope that wasn't just an oversight. Yeah. Hey, we need another stand-in yeah, here. Yeah, put her here. <laughs> um, now that we're talking, I'm like, is that guy from the Quinn family involved? Mm-hmm. Like, does he know Reese? Did he give Reese all this info? Is does the blonde woman, is that, is she you know, involved? maybe that's Reese's mom. I mean, Yeah, <laughs> who knows, right? But I'm like, how is this yeah. all transpiring? Um, but then, mm-hmm. again, by the, like I was saying, like, as I was watching the first couple episodes, I was like, oh, man. This feels like a totally different show. It's like a different formula. It's not really tracking for me. I still like it. I still like, you know, the juxtaposition that he's in a murder mystery and going to this murder mm-hmm. mystery party. Um, but then by the end, I was like, oh, okay, now I'm on board. Yeah. Like, now I'm excited. Now I, think I really want to. got wanna... so much from the trailer. For that, part two. That is making me, like, that. that's really wrapping it up for me. Like, yeah. I'm excited to see where, you know, him and Reese's relationship. Yes, and how, are they going to be friends right. or not? Or, like, like yeah. does Joe ever um, develop, like, a connection to him? Because it seems like Reese has a connection with Joe in whatever that looks like or right. means for him. But, right. like, does Joe, because initially in the end of the fifth episode we see joe like you know trying to survive so he is like lying and you know trying to align himself with mm-hmm, reese and mm-hmm. so on so i'm just curious if joe ever like you know actually does mm-hmm. see himself in him or something right and the, i think again like right away joe did in like this positive way right by seeing him itself as like you know they both grew mm-hmm. up poor with single mothers faced a lot of adversity um that that initial conversation with them i thought was really interesting and deep and especially in the setting of all the superficiality of sundry house and mm-hmm. all the other people flitting around um i did write down one quote that reese said to joe that i thought was really poignant in the bar at the end of episode 1 they were talking about redemption um, and I think, again, at the beginning of episode one, when he is teaching the class, someone says, well, it's not redemption if it's done for selfish reasons. And then Joe, like, prickles up. He's like, well, isn't it? You know, like, again, trying mm-hmm. to, like, preserve his sense of self. Um, but then at the end of the episode one in the bar with Reese, Reese says something like, you fear you're deeply damaged, therefore you're capable of doing real damage. And then Joe says, I want to get defensive, but I'm not, or something like that. And I felt like... That was a moment of connection that they both mm-hmm. shared that seemed genuine at the time. Now I'm wondering if it's manipulative, like if Reese already knew all this stuff about him and was trying to mm-hmm. align with him and 
form a connection to then use him yeah. for whatever this end goal is that we don't fully understand yet. Um, but I mean, yeah, I think this version of Joe is worried about the damage he can cause. And I guess has been at times like in the mm-hmm. past, which again, doesn't quite track with true psychopath behavior yeah. or thinking. Um, I don't know. I still sense this like homoerotic tension between them. And I really thought like, oh, cool. This is going to be his love mm-hmm. interest. Like that's exciting. I don't think that's going to be what happens now. Yeah. Um, but I think I almost get this vibe that maybe Reese wants to be quote unquote friends mm-hmm. or more like partners, partners yeah. or something. And Joe doesn't, but does. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see how it all unfolds. I thought like Reese was like kind of a, a breath of fresh air with just like the character because to be mm-hmm. honest like they all felt really like the same and annoying like yeah i just couldn't i mean i felt almost i had such a reaction to Gemma oh. using the you know yes. servant or yes you know, for that what croquet yes so disgusting yeah, yeah. like i fe- and you know he he the the server felt disgusted yeah and, like, everyone totally. was just, some people were laughing other people so were like gross. well this is just Gemma," and i was like both are bad like it's you're a bystander awful. and it's just it made me physically sick yeah i know it was disgusting and and then Kate's the only one who likes kind of walks away. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think again, all of these characters are pretty disgusting, like deeply. Um, at least Malcolm and Gemma, you know, they say some pretty, yeah, pretty disgusting things. Um, but yeah, yeah, totally. And then we learned about Simon, who was like using all those young artists and mm-hmm. taking their work for his own, and then getting them addicted to substances. Yes. Like, I mean, that was the twist. I feel uh. like. I feel like without we could have stopped there, yeah, but yeah. still, yeah. Like, wow. Right. Again, so this show, it's it's like all of these characters have sociopathic, psychopathic type traits to a degree, right? Like even Simon using other people's work without giving them credit, mm-hmm. bad. But then to get them addicted to drugs so they can't ever like defend themselves right. in a credible way. Hmm. Like, really, like that's, twisted. that's sociopathic, right? Malcolm, oh, God, I don't even know what Malcolm's been capable of. Um, big manipulator. Big like, manipulator, you know. big playboy. But it seems like Kate knows it. Like, she's pretty, like, yeah. she knows. Um, I don't know. I can't get really my finger on Kate. Like, I don't know how I feel about her. I, I don't, I can't really figure her out because I feel like if you are, like, you're almost, like, just as bad if you continue to, like, be with those mm-hmm, people. It's mm-hmm. not, like, it's not enough to just be like, oh, well, you know, I'm working. And I'm different. we find out that she, you know, is the most wealthy of them all. And, like, right. and it seems like there's some shame there with her. But, like, it's not, it, to me, it's not like you're doing enough to right. compensate for the people around you. Right, by like, just walking away. You don't, like, like speak out right. or, like, help get that man up off the croquet field. Right. And I think, yeah, especially, like, hearing more toward the end about her dad, who sounds like a really awful, like, really wealthy. Mm-hmm. And then her mom, you know, you know, having suicidal gestures in front of her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, she obviously is a complicated character. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, it's just interesting that she's still surrounding herself with people like this. Mm-hmm. And, like, why? Why? Yeah. And, like, some of – I mean, they're just – and they're, you know, on the surface level, it feels like they're just not nice to each other. But that's also, I think, just what they're – like, that's their communication style. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, like, yeah. That's their vibe. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it just seems sort of like a s- random smorgasbord of narcissism and sociopathy and money. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's Lady Phoebe and Lucas – or not Lucas. Lucas Gage, that's, like, his real name. Oh. <laughs> um, but Adam Pratt. Oh, okay. Um, but they seem younger than – some of the other ones and i don't know is lady phoebe royalty is that why she's called lady phoebe that's like the vibe um that was an interesting dynamic when joe witnessed adam pratt sort of getting the golden shower Mm -hmm. and then near the end when he was telling lady phoebe like it's not going to work for you like it only works when someone below me is having that power over Mm -hmm. me i was like Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I thought, too, like, it was just, I was like, oh, really? Like, that she broke up with him for that? It's like she didn't break up with him because he was with other people. Right. She broke up with him because he thought that she was, like, had more power than him. And it's like, but you do. Like, right. you are you are, you are royalty. Or, like, especially in, in England, you know, right. he's a, the U.S., you know, right. transplant right. over there. Right. So it's like... 
that you know the, the fact that that's what did it i was like oh okay. yeah right like what does that say about lady mm-hmm. phoebe i also kept wondering how do you think spencer pratt feels about adam pratt do you know who spencer pratt is i'm a yeah. little older than you okay just checking <laughs> Um, but I felt like, you oh my know. gosh, I didn't, <laughs> that never crossed my mind. Like that crossed my mind right away, especially when they showed like, you know, in that first episode, they're like showing everyone's mm-hmm. Instagram page and it just looks so much like Spencer Pratt's Instagram page. And so what's, so it's Adam Pratt? Adam Pratt's the character's name, okay. Lucas Gage, um, who's like really handsome. Like I really don't mind watching him. Mm-hmm. At all. Do almost anything except uh, for the disgusting things he says. Um, but I don't know. It just reminded me of Spencer Pratt. Um, I like Spencer Pratt now. It, like, I mean, he is just... I he's think a character. He is so, like, strangely authentic. Like, Yeah, kind of like um, Carrie yes, from Sharing yes, Carrie. Yes, and maybe that's, you know, maybe that's where I like him. But, like, even on the hills, you know, he was this, like bad you know we, we we hated him but like they were the first to be like this was all an act right like we played these and characters they, they, and like so did lauren all of them and right and adriana like they adrena. were all playing adrena they were all playing these characters too so like we're not that bad or right. like and we were all like what do you mean you know i yeah. think that iconic <laughs> end of the hills where they yes, they pull you know, they the show it's like a set and right everyone's like what, what? Yeah, yeah. Like, and they were like the oh. first to really capitalize on like staging the paparazzi yep. shoots, and yep. I, I think Spencer Pratt is like a strong business mind in a weird way. Like now he has these like Pratt Daddy crystals mm-hmm. and like sells all these healing <laughs> crystals and like all this ridiculous stuff. Um, so he totally reminded me of him. Yep. <laughs> and who would have ever thought? It just makes it so much better that like you know. Um, Spencer and Heidi are like forever. Like I just, I just love that (laughs) that they actually have like stood the test of time. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, I don't know. So that dynamic was interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's so much to talk about. What do you think of Rold? I thought it was him for a while. So the people I thought were the stalker at first were like someone from the Quinn family somehow. You know, like coming back Mm. to bother joe or like someone they hired okay you know oh yes because i thought it was that guy initially yeah like, that was kind of in season in episode one right a little obviously you know to be confusing right right mm-hmm. right at first i thought maybe it was him or like someone else like a hitman the quinn family yeah. hired but they're gonna like terrorize him first then i thought it was the driver guy mm-hmm. who unfortunately dies yeah right? yep lady phoebe's bodyguard driver, driver person yep. Yep. then i thought it was kate i still wonder about kate like, I wouldn't be surprised if in the end it mm-hmm. turns out she's, like, in cahoots with Reese. I didn't think it was Reese. I really didn't. No. Um, then I thought it was Rold, especially when he's, like, hunting Joe. Oh, my oh. gosh. Again. Like, oh. and then, so. I'm going to go hunt peasants. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh. Then they made the comment about, like, that, um, like, Gemma had just, like, um driven over a bunch of the pheasants at times like yeah and so this funsies and i was like i just gemma so enrolled and then we only got a little bit from blessing but in blessing to me were like vomit Uh, yeah like such (laughs) horrific people right 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 yeah and it's like are there really people out there like this i think think so you really do oh yeah totally really yeah like where I think, like, some of them are on TV and, like, you know, the reality shows and... Oh, God, I probably watched them. Yeah. Oh, I know. They're just so gross. But, yeah, all this stuff about Gemma. And then even, like, okay, so Gemma dies and they... Where did they put her? In the... Lard which, house? In the... With the dead pheasants. <laughs> I know. So gross. But then, like, all her friends are like, oh, she belongs there. They were just so nonchalant. Like, mm-hmm. they really didn't even care mm-hmm. that she was gone. They didn't they try just... to stop Rold from going out to hunt... I know. Um, Joe, like, yeah, was, I mean, I think they were all very inebriated, but like, but still, still, like, where's the moral compass at there isn't all? One. There isn't one. So again, it's like, they're all kind of just as bad, but not chopping up bodies, mm-hmm. but like chopping up bodies adjacent. Yep. Like, they're not that far away from it, right? Or they're, It's like, again, like, um, guilty by being an accomplice, mm-hmm. kind of like Kate. I'm going to go off on a little bit of a tangent. Oh, I here, love when you I'm do not that. going to. I'm not going to. I don't want to get super into it because it's a little like traumatic. Okay, I'm just going to take a sip of my cold sure. brew. If you hear ice in the background, <laughs> that's what's going on. <laughs> so the, their whole at the um, mansion, you know, out in the country made me think about 
um, the Playboy Mansion yes. documentary that was oh. on AMC or TNT or one of those channels that was like telling really the horrors. I started that again, haven't finished it yet. Oh my but gosh. Yeah. I it, it is really, really, really disturbing. Yes. Some of the stuff with sex that they would do there. And I that like reminded me of this. So I'm just thinking of yeah. like if you have all of the resources in the world, I think that there's a level of boredom that one gets. Mm. And I think then people mm. start to do really kind of weird stuff. To like get that dopamine yeah. rush. And I think that's when things escalate. That's when it's Ugh. like, yeah, let's hunt this peasant. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just like you, because you know there's going to be no Such a warped sense of reality. And yeah. I think he even said that, right? Like my yes. uncle is this person. He would love to like. Yep. And that was a judge. Yeah. yeah. And that was scary when they had Joe like on his knees. Like, yes. And they're all just sitting there yes. like really yes. not phased. I thought and there's a there's one of the episodes that I'm not going to talk about because it's really traumatic that they talk about at Playboy Mansion that oh. like was just the most disturbing thing to oh, be honest no. that I've ever really heard. And oh no, and you've heard a lot watching. of disturbing things, Portia. As yes. a therapist, you have heard mm-hmm. like more than your fair share. Right. So that's really saying something. So oh. you know, don't watch that if you you know. Tr- I mean, and they do trigger warnings. Yeah, um, just FYI. But it just made me think of the all these people who are bored and have way too much money and power, and there's mm. no consequences for. Like you yeah. push the limit because what else are you going to do? Right, and then getting back to like. Joe, we keep calling him that instead of Professor Moore, but that's I fine. didn't even like. I didn't even. It doesn't even like his stick. name. I'm like he's yeah, Joe. He's I Joe. Can't, can't you know that's track. it. Um, but that dynamic with Joe and Nadia, right? Like that doesn't track that he wouldn't take advantage of her. Mm-hmm. Like he's Nadia's not a child like Paco or right. Ellie. You know, she's like a an a, could, a grad student. It a feels grad more student, like. right? It doesn't feel like college. Right. It definitely feels like grad school. Um, and uh, yeah, just kind of like they get off on taking advantage of vulnerable mm-hmm. people that is who they target mm-hmm. they find vulnerable people right. to target um and then if they can get one over on someone who has some power like even better mm-hmm. for them mm-hmm. right like i think if he could get one over on kate or someone else with a lot of power like great right. but that's where it, it sort of eh, falls off in mm-hmm. terms of accuracy yeah um but still really entertaining um yeah, I can totally see that that the that country castle basically would remind you of the the Playboy Mansion. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. And even, you know, which I thought was just like an extra sprinkle in of info at the last episode where Joe and Roald are, you know, tied up or oh, you know, I chained forgot. down oh, in, my the, God. Yeah. in the cellar and it's like that um room that prison cell basically like is a um, place where they used to put I, I'm I was assuming like people who were maybe like developmentally disabled or mm. like you know children who like weren't right they mm. said quote unquote and it was just like again like that's disgusting that's, yeah. and you know he was like I don't even know if Lady Phoebe knows that this room exists but like Reese knew all this history of this castle and yeah. this what this room was for which you know for him it it it, it bolsters the narrative to kill the rich right, right? that these like are he's bad like doing people. good exactly that's where he's very much like mm-hmm. joe in this whole like delusional mindset that you're doing bad but for a greater purpose like mm-hmm. you're the robin hood of murder i guess right um and that's where they're so similar so i think it'll be so fascinating mm-hmm. to see how this relationship develops yeah. and unfolds and what actually happens and like I just, how did Reese figure all this out about Joe? I don't know. You know, like, how? And then I was also surprised when Joe, like, helped Roald escape, like, during the fire, that he didn't just leave him there. Mm-hmm. Again, there's these moments with Joe where it's like, why not kill this person? You're killing all these other people. He tried to kill you. Right. <laughs> but, like, so why not? Like, why not leave him there? Is it, like, that doesn't, like, with Theo the last time, um, like, why? Mm. Why do you let him go? I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, I mean, the whole ep- last episode five was just like a heart, you know, heart pumping yes. one. Like rolled when I think it starts with rolled like overhearing Kate and Joe talking by- behind the door, and then he, you know, kind of gets everyone on board with him killing Joe. Blessing says off with his head, which like mm-hmm. ha ha ha, like you know that's the pr- the prince, the queen of hearts, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know just Reese kind of saying hello, Joe. Like mm-hmm. of course he says mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I know, and it's like. Uh, I don't know. I'm really excited. So what are your, like, 
What do you want to see? What do you think you will see for oh this gosh. part two? I don't know. Like, like I said, like midway through, I was, I'm not going to lie, a little like disappointed. I was like, oh my God, this isn't the same show. Mm-hmm. Where's the gauge? Where's the love interest? Like, you know, we still have these sort of like narcissistic, really wealthy, gross character people. Mm-hmm. But I was having a hard time tracking, like, what's going on here? And then by the end, I was like, okay, I'm on board. Mm -hmm. So I really want to see the relationship develop, I guess, between Joe and Reese. Figure out, like, how did Reese figure all this out? Is the Quinn family involved somehow? Is love really alive? Like, I totally assumed that was just, like, he's again, like, drugged Mm -hmm. and, like, having this vision or something. Um, But if she's really alive, like, I would love to see her again. I love that I character. Know. It just, I mean, it feels like she's – it's impossible, but then it would have to be a whole – like, there would have to be a whole backstory, which I would love to hear about, yeah. you know, Reese, that he, he was, like, was stalking he them for before A long that, time. Which, yeah. And then – but then that would kind of track – I don't know. But Reese is English, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm so confused. I would like all these loose ends tied up. But maybe he's not. Like, you know, oh, maybe his whole book that's so true. Is like – his accent's false, yeah. I mean, he could be a uh, you know a con man, just like Joe is, right? So exactly. I do love it when Joe like meets his match, just like he did with Love. Now mm-hmm. it seems like he's meeting his match with Reese. And I it's like a to guy. see that. Like, how yeah. will that be different? Right? How's mm-hmm. that going to be different? Um, so I'm, I am excited to see how that all unfolds. I really want to know if the others are involved, especially Kate. I didn't really like Kate at first. I still don't really like her. I know. I, did, I don't not like her. She's not like she's doing anything that makes me hate she's her. She's not like, like gross like the other ones. But she just is kind of blah. Right. Like I'm kind of annoyed by her. I just yeah. like, I don't want to see her She's more. like a wet blanket. Yes. You know, I'm just like, ugh. but by the end, I was getting more interested in her. I still think she's involved for some reason. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I just think she is. So we'll see if that pans out. And then what's up with Nadia? Yeah. Like she was like, she's definitely gonna I mean, she was in the trailer like running mm, quickly. Yes. So she's like running somewhere. But like what's up with her and how does she factor in? And Lady Phoebe was in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm curious again, and it seems like these people are also really good secret keepers. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, this group like doesn't nothing leaves it. But I'm curious because Lady Phoebe knows you know, that Gemma died in the house. Like, they yeah. know, she knows that they moved the body. Right. Like, I just, you know, she knows more than the others do at this point. Right. You're right. Yeah. So. And she, like, didn't have a big reaction no, to learning no. that Gemma died. I think one thing that I thought was funny when, like, her and Kate were sitting on the bed and she's like, I'm so glad I brought benzos. I yes. think she said yes. that, right? Like, she's like, I'm so glad I brought benzos. Uh, which, if you don't know, benzodiazepines are things like Xanax, Clonopin, Ativan, um, which can be used to treat acute anxiety, but they're very abusable. And in circles like this are probably popped mm-hmm. all the time. You can die if you mix it with alcohol, so please don't. Yeah. There's um, a documentary hmm, that I You're watching a lot of documentaries, Portia. This is great. Um, it's called um, – I think it's just called Xanax, Xanax oh. Nation or something. It's on oh, Netflix. Mm-hmm. And it does – a really excellent job at parts of showing like how your body um what your body is doing inside when you're having a panic attack um, it also you know talks about obviously then how um a benzodiazepine then impacts the body while you're mm-hmm. having panic and calms it down um it talks about the over prescription mm-hmm. use it talks about how it was you know marketed as safer than um mm-hmm. the other b1 Barbiturates. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they like kind of switched from those to mm-hmm. these because they were quote unquote safer. And now how there's many. Like, oh, yeah. There's they, many I people mean, who are addicted. yeah, the pharmaceutical companies. Well, I guess this is more opiates. I don't think it's with benzos, but they totally withheld safety mm-hmm. data information that showed these right. are addictive. Well, and I think what they didn't do with benzos, I guess with this documentary was saying that it's really not for long term use. No, it's not. Yeah. Please, and, dear God, right. stop taking right. the benzos long term. Stop prescribing them long term. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're really meant for acute use, Um, like, you know, take them for a couple of weeks while Mm -hmm. your SSRI kicks in, take it if you have flight phobia or things like that. But I even am cautious in situations like that because I think, you know, with things like panic and anxiety, right, the goal is to help people learn how to tolerate those feelings and cope with them Mm -hmm. and wait for the feeling to pass. And when you're taking a benzo every time, you're getting in the way of that. 
and you're not yeah. learning how to do that. So it's really tricky. Mm-hmm. Um, again, these are great medications when they're thoughtfully prescribed, but unfortunately they're overprescribed. And in circles like this, you, you probably take them all the time. Totally. You know, like take them to sleep, take mm-hmm. them for this, take them with that, take them to party. Um, they're really dangerous. Yeah. Really dangerous. And I think Lady Phoebe's reaction is really on par, right? Because I, I think, you know, and I don't know if this is an example that you learned about, but when I learned about um, benzos, they kind of used like the rabbit snake example. So it's like a rabbit's natural predator is um, a snake. Hmm. And so if you give a rabbit a benzo and it's in a pen with a snake who's not, you know, it's not going to eat it. Like they, they're, they, you know, they're all hooked up to like um, monitors to monitor mm-hmm. their heart rate and everything and they don't care. Yeah, and and, but like you, know, you should care, right? Exactly, <laughs> like Lady Phoebe. You should care. Right. And that. she's just like, oh, okay. Well, thank God I brought the benzos. Yeah, because yeah. that's what it does. Right, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. There are situations where like you should be feeling yep. anxious. Um, yeah, no, exactly. Um, oh my gosh, is there anything else? I guess for us to talk uh, about? I don't think so. I mean, I I want to see. Um, I need follow up, and I feel like they can't leave this, Marianne. Uh, Mary, right? Yeah, I need like, to know. I will if she's be alive. so upset if they do. If that's it, yeah, I'm angry. Mm-hmm. But I can't imagine. I no. like your theory that maybe he did kill her. Do we want to see what happens with Marianne? <laughs> I want. I want love to be alive. I would love for love, love to, to be, be alive. alive. Um, that would be just can like, you amazing. imagine if that's true? I and think Joe's Joe would like, like. I don't even. He would have a heart shit attack. his pants. <laughs> like he would just. Yeah. yeah. He would need a benzo. Yeah. Like yes. immediately stat. Yep. But can you imagine if he like like okay so where is that cage? Is that in the I basement of the castle? Is that in the basement of the school? Like where are they hiding love in the cage? I know. Oh my god! Can you imagine? <laughs> Sure, if that's true, when he walks in and she's like really there, yeah. And Reese is like, yeah. <laughs> like I have a gift for. I don't know. I'm just imagining oh. all of that. I need that to be oh true. <laughs> but it looks really good. It looks really good. Do we have the date? Do you remember? Yep, the date? March night. Okay. Yep, so, March night. You know, so a couple more weeks. So this time next month, we'll have another episode where mm-hmm. we recap the second half of you. Yep. Um, I might have to rewatch the first half again because like so much happens. Yes. Um. And then next week, we'll be talking about the movie What About Bob? Mm-hmm. And then the following week, we'll pick up with the middle couple episodes of Shrinking. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you, Portia, I wonder if you could somehow, since you're really good at Instagram technology, do one of those polls where you sort of ask our listeners and followers, you know, like, what do you want to hear us talk yeah. about? And maybe they sure. could chime in. Do you want to hear us talk about a movie? Do you want to hear us talk mm-hmm. about White Lotus? Do you want to hear us yeah. talk about Euphoria? Um, what do you want to hear us talk about? And maybe we can incorporate that sure. in your future. That's a great idea. Well, make sure that you follow us on Instagram at, at Analyze, Analyze Scripts. Scripts. And then make sure you like us on um, Spotify, mm-hmm. Apple Music, rate us, leave rate, a review. review and subscribe. Yeah. And yeah, I guess we'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
This podcast and its contents are a copyright of Analyze Scripts, all rights reserved. Any redistribution or reproduction of part or all of the contents in any form is prohibited. Unless you want to share it with your friends and rate, review, and subscribe, that's fine. All stories and characters discussed are fictional in nature. No identification with actual persons, living or deceased, places, buildings, or products is intended or should be inferred. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The podcast and its contents do not constitute professional, mental health, or medical advice. Listeners might consider consulting a mental health provider if they need assistance with any mental health problems or concerns. As always, please call 911 or go directly to your nearest emergency room for any psychiatric emergencies. Thanks for listening and see you next time.